This is the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, where we find out what those knuckleheads are going to do now. This is episode number 194, posted July 2019. A dwarf with a hangover. I'm Tony Sindelar. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where we answer the question, why are there statues? Um, and we also sometimes play Dungeons and Dragons for your amusement. Today we continue the adventures of Dragonforge and Company, or Dragonforge's associates doing business as. Uh, let me introduce our players. Uh, starting first, uh, the titular Dragonforge, it's Jason Snell. Hello, uh, you know, human paladin loves Bahamut, happy to be here, uh, got bit by a rat last time, not loving it. Yep. Uh, also here, Monty Ashley. Hello, I am playing Melek, a tiefling wizard, and oh, with the magics I can, mostly orb-based. Orbs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also here, Georgia Dow. Hi, I'm, my name is Acrid, and uh, I like Bahamut more. Uh, more than Peter Dragonforge does. I just wanted Whoa. to state that. Um, might warlord wow. every now and then. Bahamut also loves me more. I'm just <laughs> wow. This is a new, that new precedent there. that Throw introductions are used for trash talking. I like it. Um, finally, you know, it is my goal to introduce dissension within the ranks. So in, in <laughs> his you... heart, Peter knows that he loves Bahamut more. In his heart, he also knows that. Uh, you'll have to wait for the next episode to be introduced for your rebuttal. <laughs> Bahamut probably does not love Peter more. That's also true. Oh, do I get to introduce myself a second time, too? Nope. No, you do not. Um, I, how have I lost control? Counterpoint. So quickly, it's the episode. Also here, it's Steve Lutz. <laughs> wow, what a buildup. Hey, it's me, Steve Lutz, and I'm playing an elf named Alestrin Quiverbottom. He's a ranger. Not so hot on nature, because nature uh, is dumb. And also here, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, I am playing Flessa, who is very small and very dumb and very fond of things that are shiny and sparkly. And uh, Melek uh, is uh, one of my bosses. And uh, her character has not appeared yet, but I'd like to welcome back to the podcast, uh, Sarah Barber. Yay, hey, other boss. Um, my name is Sarah Barber. I will be uh, playing a uh, dwarven cleric named Briswin, who is a little bit pissed off that she got left behind. We were out partying a little bit too late last night, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just stumbling in. Too much dwarven ale. Yeah. Too much dwarven <laughs> ale. Oh, God. I thought I had a better liver than that. <laughs> level level four liver. Um, <laughs> dwarves even have resistance against poisoning, so you yeah. should be Right? Uh -huh. But not to intoxicate. They have, uh, you know, they're vulnerable to intoxication. So they start out intoxicated. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's, it's so real. previously uh, on Dragonforge and Associates, uh, the gang set off uh, in search of another clue as to the uh, the fate of the missing Rutherford Armbrusk. Uh, they got some information about some things happening in Undermountain. Apparently, Enda the Halfling had put together a gang of scoundrels to go after some giant rubies. Uh, and they, as 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 required for adventures run by Tony Sindelar, they had to go through the sewers, uh, and then they ended up down in Undermountain, fleeing from a gang of scoundrels that pursued them. Uh, they picked a lock, entered a room that they thought would be quiet and empty, but instead seemed to be some kind of shrine. 
Um, yeah, a, a, a game run by Tony Sindelar. Not only did it have sewers, but it had a statue. Yep. St- statues, rats, and vampires. I really only know three things in life. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite share song. <laughs> so, uh, Everybody's we resume. Got one. Uh, you are presumably safe from the scoundrels that were searching for you behind this locked door. Uh, but you are in some kind of strange temple. Uh, I believe the priest of this temple, Alquar, uh, is a an elf who has introduced himself to you. There are two humans here as well. And there are four uh, rather strange statues. Uh, as described on the last episode, I'll just remind you there are two that are uh, seems to be so- statues to some kind of moon goddess. Saloon, the goddess of the moon, you said? Yes. Uh-huh. And then two sure. that are uh, statues of a feral-looking uh, creature that uh, some of you have recognized as Malar, Exarch of Beasts, uh, in which Steve questioned me, what the heck's an Exarch? And I did not answer him the question. I will not explain it now either. I'm glad you reminded me because I was about <laughs> oh, to ask that. Exarch. I he's think like the, that they will only do He's like do the nice CEO of Beasts. CEO of Beasts Incorporated. Georgia, Plus, did you say something hilarious that we didn't hear? No, I just think they look friendly. I think that they're going to give us magical items and mm-hmm. uh, help us along our way. The people or the statues? The statues. Both. <laughs> okay. Maybe both. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Alcor has welcomed you into his uh his little shrine slash temple here and uh you're Lair. all here. You know, I... moments have passed since you uh closed the big metal door behind you. I've already just sat down at the table, apparently. I'm just apparently. How far behind us were these scoundrels? Uh I think it's unclear if they saw you. I think you they were they knew you were that there was something in this room and they were search, searching for it's you. Dark. Uh as you recall, the uh the room that you descended the giant statue in was very large and you made fun of me for how much time I spent describing how very large it we was. We made fun of you? I I have no recollection that, of this. That doesn't sound like that. We've been did, very did, kind. Erica, please insert tape, tape here of them making fun of me in the past. <laughs> so. That sounds like work. <laughs> so uh, I think we need to, so they've welcomed us, but we don't know other than maybe our intuition about the uh, werewolfy nature. Or, or And I think only uh, some of you would have made that conclusion, which seems like a safe conclusion to, ma- to make when there is statues of the moon and statues of uh, <laughs> some kind of bestial creature. And some people would even... If you were super deep into Malar lore, uh, sorry, Malar lore, you would know that, you know, Malar is a, a popular uh, g- uh, deity for werewolf creatures. So uh, there's a I, statue of the moon? I, I'm, uh, there's, a stat- there's two statues of the goddess of the moon. Okay. So Peter Dragonforge is going to turn on the charm, big, give him a big smile and ask what, they, uh, what this place is and what they are doing down here. You want me to roll something, or are you just going to... I think you should roll diplomacy. All right. I guess you've already described what you're doing. Dice cam. I mean, he's just asking questions. That I love that. is uh, 18. Oh my god, I want one. <laughs> what is your plus to diplomacy? 11. Okay, I was going to say, because I see you rolled on a, a 7. Turn on the uh, charm. <laughs> and right. he showed the dice, so you 18. were just wondering about math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a dice cam. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Okwar, I think Okwar said a little bit last time, but you know, he may, he may be repeating himself. You know, you were, you were all a little panicked as you mm-hmm. rushed in here. So he, but Okwar is, is very patient. Uh, this is, uh, a, a, a shrine to, uh, uh, the god, uh, Malar. Uh, he is, a uh, he, he watches over the, the beasts of the land. And this is a, a, a special place, uh, imbued with his power. Uh, but you are, you are certainly welcome to stay and rest a while here. Um, 
Yes, this is this is a special place. Uh, you notice that the uh, the two humans here with uh, with Alquar, uh, Miza and Josephine, seem very nervous about your presence here. Um, but yes, but but uh, Alquar seems to have have welcomed you. Well, I I will say just for those who do not remember our previous episode that uh, Peter fell off the statue and is in and is bloodied, which is not great. <laughs> and some healing, uh, if if we can do some healing. Uh, if we can take that time and are safe here enough to do mm-hmm. that, that would be good for me anyway. Well, you only need a short rest for that, right? Yeah, yeah, do you want to take a short rest? I would love it. Too bad that you left the cleric All right. behind. So a short rest in 4th edition. Uh, listeners who are listening to the bo- bootlegs know that I am now switching back and forth between 4th and 5th edition on Total Party Kill. It's great. <laughs> totally not losing my mind at all. Yep. I yep. believe in 4th edition, up. a short rest is only 15 minutes as opposed to an hour in 5th edition. I think it's like 5. So, yeah, it's real short. So, can we do yeah. that? Can we take a short yep. rest? Uh, you can take a short rest, so Peter sure. could spend some healing surges, which he probably oh, very much needs. Oh yeah. Do you want me to use I, inspiring I, words so you get a bonus, or are you good without? It, if he's bloody, you'd probably use it. I could, I could use it if it if it isn't mm-hmm. too costly for you. Do you do you get that kind of unlimited? It's a minor action that I can use twice per. Twice, once per round, or twice per. Um, but it's, it's an encounter. Encounter. It's an encounter. So oh yeah, this the, is so not you can considered. Georgia, you can use it, and then the short rest lets you recharge it. Okay, perfect. So yeah, I will do that. All so right. what do I get from that? I I'll I'll go over to him. It okay, Peter? Bahamut take care of both of us. I sound more and more like a, like muppet, a muppet as this yeah. goes along. <laughs> but, I like it, but it's a dragon muppet. It's a yep. dragon. <laughs> That's the important part. You get. Ooh, um, are you that Lachoy Chow Main dragon? It, I love okay. him. Okay. Six extra. Six extra. Nice. I'm, I'm also using a healing surge. Uh, Which gets me close to back up to full. Can you do, can you do that twice? <laughs> do uh, I get it per surge I use or just once? If, I believe it's just once. Okay. As a minor action, can I use it again? Yeah, I think, I mean, if it's in a... It's, if it's twice it, per encounter. Yeah, I think yeah. you can do it. I mean, it, it probably, you just have to tack on five minutes, yeah. but you, I'm not going to worry about that. So, Perfect. Yeah. Oh, come over, Flessa. Come over here. Let okay. me pat you. I'm back I, up. I, I, uh, I, I lick some of the little tiny pieces of skins that I keep and stick it on her. Probably unhelpful, but I think it works. You know, I mean... I that, certainly that, don't know better. Yeah. It works. Keep um, on. Keep on. It gives you an extra eight. All right. Oh, okay. good Lord. Okay. I'm feeling good. I am full. So while you're doing that, you know, uh, Alquar and, and his followers are, you know, going about their business. Uh, two of them are kind of praying in front of um, <clears throat> statues of Saloon. Um, Alquar seems to kind of be standing guard by the door. Uh, and I'll say you get to spend, t- you, you spend your time. So you've regained your encounter powers. Some of you have spent healing surges and whatnot. Uh, and there is a knock at the door. Well, it's so, not our home, so I guess we should just let Olquar handle it, right? Yeah. Uh, Olquar goes over to the door, unless someone's going to say or do anything. <laughs> These people aren't hostages. We are their guests. He can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alester, right, ready you... an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> there were some some unpleasant people around out there. You may wish to be we, careful. We actually don't know if they were unpleasant, only that they were in the room and wanted were... to chase us. <laughs> They were in the sewers. It's they, they might have just been doing some, or yeah, they might have been doing cardio. Just, 
So yeah, they we. could have just been playing paintball and you got in the way. Well, Although I will say, a knock that was that was a fairly friendly knock. It it might not be like I don't know <laughs> if those guys who were chasing us are the kind to knock. Is what I'm saying. We just weren't that polite. We picked the lock and ran inside. <laughs> uh, Okor, uh, there's it, it. There's a little uh, um, little uh, window in the door uh, that he opens to look out, um, and uh, he actually can't see anything. Uh, he's looking out kind of at eye level. And then he, uh, so he cautiously uh, pulls back the latch and opens the door. And standing there, slightly below eye level of the little grill on the door, uh, is uh, your uh, your coworker, your colleague, your friend, the My dwarven boss. cleric, Rizwin. Rizwin! Hey, boss! I say from the other side of the table. How come y'all left me behind? <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Mm-hmm. You, we, we couldn't find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did kind of wake up in a strange place. <laughs> uh, hey, oh when well. that happens. It happens. I know. It does happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's crazy um, night. You know these people? Yeah. We we <clears throat> know her. She's great. Uh, so Okor steps back and uh, motions for you to come in, uh, Rizwin, and he says, uh, please do not linger. There are recent arrivals to this area of the dungeon who are not as not as friendly as you. As all of you, kind of. Mm. Oh, really? Do They're tell. noisy. Who are they? I don't know. I mean, this is, uh, you know, we are relatively close to the surface here. Um, and, uh, you know, adventures come by from time to time. But I have never seen a group like this. It seemed like there were many of them traipsing about, searching, demanding to search this room. I did not allow them. And every now and then they come by and yell at me and bang on the door. Oh, um, are these the rubies? They seem to be looking for... Look, they mentioned rubies. Mm. Um, hmm. There are no rubies here. Um, but, yes. Fless's face goes a little bit sad. Okwar, I thank you for your hospitality. Um, I do have to wonder, why a shrine to saloon here where you can't even see the moon? Seems an odd ah. place for it. Well, even though we cannot see the moon, uh, certain followers of of Malar blessed to know the, 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 the phases of the moon, and there are certain times when the, the power of the moon blesses us with increased abilities. And everybody and looks at each other e- meaningfully. Even here, like even here beneath the surface of, of, of Waterdeep. I like abilities. Um, oh. Alquar, do you know if one of those times is due soon? <laughs> I believe so, yes. Hmm. That's oh, exciting. Oh, great. Oh, Flessa, you are interested in abilities. I, I have lots of abilities. I can jump and I can flip Tell and me, I can do stab you, things. Do you currently have a, uh, a deity kick. to which your services are pledged? What's a deity? Yes, uh, her services a, are pledged. Sort of your boss. A, gr- <laughs> a, gr- a greater power. Oh, yeah, that's Rizwin and Melek. Oh, Hello. but perhaps one above them. Well, Rizwin is kind of short, so Melek is above her. <laughs> One that might provide you with, with guidance, with a sense of purpose. With they a... do that all the time. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. like talking to a brick wall, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps you have not reached your true potential here in your current form. Potential? Well, I just perhaps wouldn't, wouldn't you like to be part of something powerful? I, I don't know. Would it, would it take a lot powerful. of work? Because that sounds hard. <laughs> it, it, I assure you it would not. It, all you need to do is devote yourself to the, the followers of Malar, and we could give you great power, the power to, to rend your enemies with, the, with uh, just the, your very hands itself. Is that like stabbing? Imagine if each of your 
Each of your fingers was like a dagger. I sidle over to Flessa and say, Flessa, you don't want any. Trust me. Yeah, I, it sounds kind of like they're, uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, that, no, it sounds like a cult. So It doesn't yeah. sound very good because then um, I couldn't throw them. But no, thank no. you anyway, sir. And, and Peter says, hey, if Rizwin got here, uh, maybe it's safe to go back out in the big room. Uh, Rizwin, you just ran away from some scoundrels. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Darn Are they it. coming? FYI. There's definitely some creepy people out there. Uh, I recommend that we uh, lay low a little bit. Mm. You know, you, you are all really tall. I could probably lay low better than you guys, but in <laughs> yeah. good, but Well, in that case, you say, uh, boss. Alquar, uh, do you have any pamphlets? Um, <laughs> well, uh, Malar is not so while. much into the written word, but please stay a while and I will tell you some stories. Uh, so... I, Do you have any picture books? Can Tiefling well, take advantage so of your offer? I'm, I'm. While this is going so. on, I'm going to sidle up to one of the scared people and yep. try to be very kind <laughs> to them. Stop sidling. And and in the most, I'm going to be the most uh, non-threatening sidle. It's just I'm going to, okay. I'm going to. This is Peter again, turning on the charm, trying to make sure that they are not uh, scared by me, and trying to be friendly and ask them if they're okay. And, uh, uh, roll non-threatening sidle. That would be <laughs> diplomacy, obviously. I think I, I think so. You're in a cult, dude. And it is once again an 18. All right, that's wow. you know, which is seven plus extreme. eleven. I think we've yeah. established that now. <laughs> yes, we're... where's the roll cam? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I believe you. Yeah, that could be anything. I believe oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the thing is, uh, Peter. <laughs> They seem very nervous by you. Uh, which one do you want to pick to sidle up to since they're on opposite sides of the room? Uh, I'm going to talk to um, Miza over here. Okay. So Miza is kind of a <clears throat> an older human man. He's got kind of, you know, a, a kind of a gray short beard. He's wearing relatively ornate clothing. Um, he's kind of like eyeing you nervously as he sits there kind of praying uh, to himself in front of the statue. Um he he looks, you know, Peter, you come over to him as non-threateningly as as you can, uh, but his eyes are darting all around. You see some sweat on his brow, and Miza starts scratching his arm. Is is this, would I have any idea about this possibly being the very early stages of a werewolf breakout? Is that um, the right term? Lycanthropization? <laughs> uh, roll insight. Oh, hmm. Okay. Would, would nature help with that? Because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I think I think some of your characters. I, I mean, I think one of the challenges here is probably many of your characters could gain various uh, knowledge of what's going on. The challenge is your ability to communicate it to each other, and not all of you have the ability to know what's going on. That's a so, that's a twenty four insight. All right. Yes. Mm. Uh, you you think that something very strange is going on with Miza, and he seems very concerned about your presence. It is not Alquar that is making him nervous. It is you and your friends. I am uh, gonna gonna give the kind of high sign to my friends and be like, we might want to take our chances out in the hallway. <laughs> this is very interesting, though. We could learn a lot of. <laughs> Are we sure we don't want to hear what this guy has to I say? I think mm. the airwolves' way are so like lycanthropizing. Lay. <laughs> I don't know how it works. They're getting furry, man. They're getting furry. Sarah, what were you saying? As 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 a healer, would I like recognize any of these signs? I just rolled a twenty insight. Uh, you know what? Uh, you, you, I think you're you've just arrived, so you're not entirely sure what's going on. You probably okay. haven't heard all of Alquar's uh, speeches. 
but something very strange is going on here and you think that uh these 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 people uh are clearly more than they appear to be is that mm. is that seem reasonable to say that seems reasonable yeah i'm sure i'm not going to figure it out but if a lesser does we're like in the back so he could whisper it to me yeah yeah of course my poker face is not good so uh you know i'll leave it up to to all of you you can decide based on you know there's obviously information you know as players you get to decide which your characters have figured out things or not. I'm so, pretty certain I'll, my nature knowledge would have kicked in at some point. Okay, so I'll this, leave it up to you. This smells like nature. It must be yeah. bad. I did a great yeah. arcana roll. Regular rolls are the bad enough. Were. So I'm assuming I know, but I'm not that worried about it. Yes, yeah, so, there, so there's also what you know and then how much you care. So. How, how intrigued you are by that fact. Yes. You know, Elkor, Elkor non-threateningly sidles up to Melek. This is a big sidling <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> so much sidling. Tell me, tell me, t- t- tell me, Malik. You you seem like one who is well versed in the dark arts. Are you I are you content your with with your current access to power? I don't think the arts are dark. I think they provide power and knowledge. But um, I think it's a mistake to assume that just because powers are arcane or somebody has the blood of a devil running through them necessarily means they're evil. Oh, certainly. I mean, evil is such a such a complicated word. I, no, it isn't. That's my point. Oh. Evil is simple, and I'm not it. Peter, I've, n- I've um, never thought about it that way. Peter has sidled up to the door, and he, <laughs> so much and, sidling. And he kicks. He kicks it a few times while nobody is looking to emulate a knock, and goes, "Oh, whoa! Somebody else is at the door. I'll get it." And opens the door and motions everybody to get the heck out of the room. <laughs> Yeah, I tap Flessa on the shoulder and point at the door. I don't even mm. say anything. I just shrug and head toward the door. Um, are they going to okay. let me? Are they going to let me out? Is there going to be an issue? Do I need to charm Olquar, uh, or is he going to let us go? Olquar does not seem is not blocking the door. So, and I don't think you're doing anything well, threatening to him. So, thanks Olquar's, for the dope. We got Olquar go. looks a little bit confused as to why it we takes do that. We have that six effect people on everybody. to open the door, and opening the door seems to look a lot like leaving. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, I think he's talking to to Melek. Melek, do you want to do anything to get out of this conversation? Or do um, you want to continue to chat with all Listen, it was lovely to meet you. I think you have a fascinating belief system. And I wish you luck with all of your um, uh, rampaging is what you do, I guess. Oh, that's that's a... I don't know if I'd call it that. <laughs> Melek, and he, Melek, he kind of like... He just... He holds your arm. It feels a little creepy. Um, and he just kind of... But like in a kind of, you know, friendly way, at least to him. Uh, he just said, you know, it is... It's so good to talk to a like-minded soul. Please, please uh, return here if you if you are ever in need of of a res- refuge or, or a respite. This this is a safe place for you to stay. Defi- you and your friends anytime. We would welcome you. I definitely will return. Oh, and uh, I, you know what? I think that probably eases any uh, uncomfortable feelings with why the six of you are just wandering off. Uh, and Alquar uh, yep. waves as you depart. <laughs> Thanks for the dope. Thank- we gotta Bye. Go. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, so I still don't know actually what's going on here. Like, <laughs> we're, I know we're looking for Rutherford Umbrisk, but like, where the heck have you guys been? Oh, sewers right. mostly. Long, yeah. long story. Why else? Many rats. Why do you go through the sewers every time? We don't know any else. Yeah, how Good did you question. get here, Rizwin? Did you go down you the fo- giant you follow statue the, too? I, you follow the path of dead rats they left in the sewer. Yeah. Plus, I drool. I drool a little. Mm. 
Oh, you you got right. lucky. The uh, Smurgle collectors didn't pick up those rats before you had a chance to find this. <laughs> I yeah. I explain what we've heard, which Tony remind me if I if I get this wrong, but that one of the I people will. who returned, who knows about Rutherford Urmbrusk, was uh, uh, went with uh, a bunch of rogues to seek some rubies down here in the in the uh, undermountain. Yes, and so well, we're so trying 30, to find thirty odd uh, rogues. Yeah. So one of the last uh, accounted for m- missing members of Rutherford's party is Enda the Rogue, uh, mm. who strangely had disappeared in Undermountain for quite some time, mm-hmm. recently resurfaced in Waterdeep, uh, really only spent a brief amount of time in Waterdeep, hiring every rogue, scoundrel, and cutthroat she could find. Except for me. And go, and except for Flessa. Uh, well, you know, she probably tried, but you were like, my services are engaged elsewhere. Uh, except yeah, that sounds just like Flessa. Yes. <laughs> Pip pip cheerio. Um, <laughs> so and uh, uh, and then there was that really fun time where we had to talk to a guy with rhyme. Yes, good that times. was really good. All right. Oh God. I, uh, I was thinking about that for like two years, just so you all know. <laughs> it did not live up to my expectations. Oh. <laughs> surprise, oh. surprise. Im- improv- improvising rhyming dialogue is real hard, people. Mm-hmm. So um, That was fun. So, we should go back and talk to that guy again. <laughs> we might they, need to they, see him again. They may reappear. Uh, so just to remind you where you are, you've left uh, the Shrine of Malar here. Uh, you are standing. Uh, probably, hopefully one of you has a torch or a light source because this big empty room is pretty dark. This room is huge and vast. This is where you make fun of me for how much time I spend describing. Why is this room so big, Tony? So huge and vast it is. You know, kind of looming in the darkness, there is a huge uh, red statue in the center of the room. Far above that statue is a little hatch that you uh, you climb down from the sewers. And you also have a sense that patrolling this room um, is a gang of scoundrels. Can we tell whereabouts they are based on sound? Uh, everybody give me a perception check. Okay, everybody gets plus one for that. Get to roll my new dice for the first time. It's very Because you're by me. Oh, that's a great roll, though. Ooh. I rolled a one. I got the a 19. Seven, the seven good? Seven is not good, Georgia. <laughs> I got 11. a 12. 12 is not bad. I hear what Georgia hears. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hear almost <laughs> as much as Georgia hears. I got a quite. 19. Okay. Oh, Thank God. Uh, so you know what, Alestrian, you did great. Unfortunately, all of your friends are basically talking to each other while oh. you're trying to listen. That, that sounds I right. I like that guy. Yeah. Uh, that guy was nice. Fighting a hangover. You, it's so you are aware uh, with your, your keen <laughs> elven perception that there are other creatures moving around this, this large room. You can hear uh, footsteps kind of echoing in the distance. It's a little hard to tell with the echoes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be generous. You got a, you got a, a 19. I'm going to tell you that you think... Um, that there's there's probably uh, creatures in the uh, southwest of where you are, Tony. Right. How, in terms of the largeness of this, is this like a like a like a coliseum kind of size place? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Not a yeah. basketball court. It's it's bigger than that. Oh yeah, I totally know what size a basketball court is. I don't Jason. know. <laughs> where aren't uh, we looking for these guys? We're trying to find Enda. Yeah. Who's Jason? A movie theater. theater. <laughs> bigger bigger than an ultimate frisbee field. Smaller than a Quidditch field. Uh, <laughs> Great. Good. So, Solid. No, it, it is very large, and the, the ceiling is very high above right. you. So, so what if I sort of stealthily head that way without a torch using my elven vision and see if we can pick up an idea of Are you going to leave your friends is? behind? Um, yes, because they're loud and not stealthy. What? I'll tell you, and one of the challenges torches? of this large, open, coliseum like room 
there is not really any features to hide behind, right? Because it's just a huge open space. Well, there it's is dark. One, except the darkness. It is dark. And, and there's a big statue in the center. Um, do but that's do a, halflings that's about... have uh, low-light vision? I think so. I, I mean, I could hope that there are no elves and dwarves amongst the rogues that are with Enda. Do we know anything about all of the, the rogues that were that were hired? I think you really just saw silhouettes in the distance, but uh, you would know, uh, I mean, just based on who who, who operates who's, in the... Who's missing? In, who In Waterdeep, uh, mm-hmm. you would expect there would be an assortment of elves, half-elves, humans, and halflings, and maybe a dwarf or two. So mm-hmm. imagine yeah. a Lestrin sneaking around in a well-lit room. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like I love that a, idea. a Lestrin <laughs> accidentally backs into a group of like six elves with binoculars. I'm not here. <laughs> All right. So unless we want to walk right up to these guys, I would recommend we go around to the northeast, hugging the wall, and see if we can find any other doors we can duck into maybe. Uh, and you know from scouting the room before, there are many doors. I'm pretty sure these are the people we're looking for. Why are we hiding from them? Because there's too many at once. Well, we're looking for one out of 30 of them. We're looking for the leader of those guys. It it seems to me that just going through random doors is not getting us closer to the thieves. The thieves are over there somewhere. If this is, in fact, the thieves. Mm. I I know some of those those thieves from the streets, and uh, I wouldn't... (laughs) Very convincing, Erica. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't want to uh, just wander wander up to a great big bunch of them. I think it would be better to to sneak around a little bit. I mean, I always right. prefer sneaking. But, but we put should them in remember that because mm-hmm. they're thieves, they will expect we will naturally expect them to be speaking in rhyming thieves can't all the time. Oh Damn God, it. let's go! No. Fast. Why, did they, why did you remember that? <laughs> it's only for business. <laughs> yeah. If we want to buy something from them, yeah, we might have to rhyme. Uh, I, we can say that I'm carrying the torch. I think I remember that I was the one carrying a torch. So, okay. Uh, you still have Plus not my, reached my, consensus my little, about what the heck you're doing. My pixel icon is carrying a torch. So, did we leave like the door to the shrine open? By the way, no. Olkar closed it after you left. If, oh, okay. if, one, if none of you did, I was kind of hoping we did because that might make things fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, All right, which way? Left or right? Because we could re- arrange that trail of dead rats to head in the direction of the guys that are on the other side of the room. I, let, I vote let's go look northeast personally. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can hide behind that door and see if they come this way. That, that sounds pretty good to me. And then peek okay. out at them or something? I'm really loud, so I'm going to stay in the back. Or we okay. should send you first, since we're walking away from them. <laughs> fair, fair. This is like a philosophical It's question, like a right? comet that's louder at the other end. Yeah. All right. So if you have a loud dragonborn and a fox and sheep <laughs> and, and a bag, bag of, of grain, <laughs> which one? Where do you put the bag of grain in the party? <laughs> all right. I make the dwarf carry it. That's easy. All right. Yeah, so Peter, Peter has gotten fed up with all of this and head mm-hmm. off. Um, into the distance. So I'll follow Peter. Peter, as you ha- you retrace your steps, uh, because you did kind of scout this area before to the northeast corner of this huge Coliseum-like room, and you spot a door in the uh, the northeast corner heading north. Uh, you also spot in the not too far distance, um, a little ways down the the, the big wall, a, a door heading east. The door heading north is closer to you. Hey guys, there's a door. <laughs> All right, I listen at it. What kind of door? 
<laughs> Do you hear anything yet? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, this door is wooden, whereas the uh, the door to the shrine was notably like a big, heavy steel reinforced door. So this mm. just seems to be a simple wooden door. Uh, right. Alestrian, you listen at the door, and you hear. Give me a perception check. I got a 14. There's nothing simple about doors, Tony. Um, you hear nothing. I hear nothing. <laughs> what? Let's go, let's go see what the nothing is. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Can we presume that a listen yeah. and a check for traps are the same role? Or yeah, sure. If that'll move <laughs> us along a little faster. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so you didn't hear any traps? Nope. Nope. Traps right, make I... a very distinctive noise. Quietly <laughs> open the Ouch. door a little bit and peek inside. All right. Uh, I will tell you what you see inside. Uh, some of my visuals are a little sparse, so let me give you the full description of the room as well. So, uh, there's a little rectangular room beyond Olestrian. You can see uh, there do not seem to be any inhabitants or creatures in this room. Uh, the distinctive feature in this room is that there are four columns uh, in a line kind of running uh, the length of the room in the kind of the center of the room. Uh, each column is exactly 10 feet tall. Each column is pro spaced about 10 feet from the nearest one, uh, and the ceiling of the room is 20 feet high, so the columns go uh, half half the height of the the, the, uh, the chamber. And mm. floating atop each column, it looks like there's some kind of object glinting in the darkness. Hmm. hmm. Can I make out anything about these objects? I think you'd have to go into the room to see that. <clears throat> no, I don't want to do that. Well, you know me in rooms. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, room? Lestrian's terrible in rooms. They're They're almost as bad as Outside. Outside. I try to yeah. stay out of them if I can. Just hallways for this guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I let uh, let the people directly behind me know, and they can pass it on down the chain. Room. Mm. Did you say glinting? It's um, not a big room, but there are glinting things say. in there. Well, there's nobody oh, yeah, in Fless there. is right behind me, apparently, so she gets the news first about the glinting stuff. Glint Does that mean shiny? Um, I like the idea that you guys would have to pass it down, and I'd be interested to see a game of telephone what reaches the last person. <laughs> I just say to Peter, something they shiny. things. Cheese. They're made of cheese. What? Something about wingdings? <laughs> Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, are, are we going to see what the things are in I, the room? I, I don't see uh, Enda in here and or anybody else, and there's just columns no. with stuff. It seems like a I mean, we could hide out in here me, if we wanted to. Honestly. I would we, love we to could hide look in... at these pillars. It doesn't Somebody... sound like anyone's approaching us currently, does it? Uh, you hear that? Roll me a perception check. Oh boy! All of us are just uh, just Alestrian at this point. Ah, Alestrian's the one who asked. Uh, that's a thirteen. Uh, you do not hear the sound of anyone approaching you currently. I'm more in the back. I also roll a perception check. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, do we get a plus one to perception? I think you do. I think so. Great. Uh, I got a twelve. Uh, you this. don't. You don't. Sound, <laughs> you don't hear the sound of anyone approaching you. Everything sounds great, you guys. Yeah, everything is great. A dwarf with a hangover is not. Uh... <laughs> I'm not very perceptive. Right oh, I got an 18 now. perception. Uh, you hear the sound of someone approaching. <laughs> you actually got a 19 perception. No, that, that's with. The oh, the five's on there already. Mm. Okay, there's people uh, coming. Peter, yeah. Peter, you think you may hear the sound of footsteps in the distance? Uh, and, we may want to. And you know what? I'm going to say the sound of footsteps and people talking to, them, to each other. It's us. <laughs> Wait. It could be it. No, it is not you. That is a <laughs> that is the wrong wrong conclusion. <laughs> So, uh, they're approaching. 
maybe uh, there, I, I think there's another door. Uh, we could go check out that door. We could hide in uh, in here. We could try that. See if they can't find us or if they nope. quarter us. <laughs> that would be another Well, if they come at us, then they have to come through a doorway it's true. one at mm. a time. As uh, I mean, we, could, we could get in there, get in position, prepare ourselves for the door opening. And, and then we could take a look at these pillars and these And then at least things. we'll be ready with our weapons drawn Boy. to, yeah. you know, in case anybody wants to threaten us. It's better than having them all attack us. Plus, I hear there's cheese in the room. Yeah, oh. and also, <laughs> don't we want to see, like, the composition of these people just to see if Enda's among them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we peek out the yeah. door and they come past, then maybe somebody can figure Let's, that out. Also, I've just realized that I'm in a room. It just happens to be a very big room, and so now I'm creeped out on the other side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's try to go in, in the room. In a, and in close a way, the door. in a way, in a way, Elestrian, everywhere is some kind of room. Cor- what is a corridor but a long, skinny room? What is outside but a room with the ceiling really high up and painted blue? Don't tell them that. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. All right. It doesn't make me think. Into the room. We're probably going to get zapped by these glinting things, but All what right. the heck. You head right. into the room. Let's go in the room. Yay. All right. I will describe what is on these st- these pedestals now that you're in there. So, um, floating atop each column is an object. Uh, so, everybody. I will do these from west to east, um, so or left to right. Um, <laughs> there's four objects, um, and they are floating on top of a 10-foot high column floating hmm. uh there is a closed face helmet a great sword Ooh. a bronze scepter and a crossbow boring uh does somebody want to hang out by the door and and listen slash watch for things yeah peter is uh hanging out by the door <clears throat> so that if somebody comes in uh you know he can stop them and attack them or ask them what they're doing is, or whatever is are you trying to watch and observe or are you just trying to guard the doorway I'm guarding the doorway. Okay. I'll watch. I'm going to keep watch. an eye on Flessa to make sure she doesn't go after one of these things. Smart. These things are, are they shiny? I mean, eh, I mean, yeah. can they're I make not like an made ar- of gold or diamonds or anything. So Can I make an arcana roll to see what the deal is with this bronze you scepter? You can. Acrid, would you give me a perception check since you're watching out the doorway or you're like kind of watching what's yes, going on? I will. Um, nine. Nine. Uh, I will tell you with a nine. uh, I was going to show you stuff. I'm not going to show you stuff. With a nine, uh, you hear uh, the sound of uh, many footsteps kind of uh, moving past the doorway. Um, But it sounds like, you know, they're basically, you know, that you hear a group of people uh, walking and talking to each other. You recognize the kind of sing-songy thieves can't uh, rhyming language. And but they walk toward the doorway, and then you hear them walking away from the doorway. So, so, so it sounds I like they were kind of following the perimeter of the room. And many, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, Melik. I think you were next in my queue of people to. I have rolled a nineteen and Arcana. I am examining Ooh. this bronze scepter. What's here? The Venga Boys. Yes. <laughs> Reference acknowledged. So this bronze scepter, uh, you recognize it as... what? Did you roll something? I rolled a 19 for Arcana. Okay, excellent. Uh, you recognize it as a magical ar- artifact called a blast scepter. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a powerful uh, scepter. 
it is built it's a little kind of strange i i guess i have a picture but that won't help our podcast listeners uh imagine kind of like a bronze rod and then at either end of the bronze rod is an ornate dragon's head uh with glittery eyes uh you know what you didn't say glittery you know what you i don't know if you've noticed the eyes yet because you're it's the eyes are tiny um okay and it's bronze it's not gold so you look past it um and in fact you know what you rolled a 19 melek i will tell you that melek knows that the blast scepter uh was one of many powerful tools crafted in netheril an ancient realm of sorcerer whose glory the great desert swallowed long ago most blast scepters take the form of a a wand-length metal rod that have ornamentation knobs at both ends. It looks awesome. Hmm. I really want this scepter. It's not an orb. <laughs> stinks about this. Not an orb, though. It. Does anyone think they can tell what kind of trap is on these pillars? <laughs> I could probably jump over it and just like, whoosh, take it. I don't <clears throat> think that's the first thing we should do. I presume mm. these aren't real. Oh, it's real. Some what do you mean? It's right there. Deal. I've investigated it with all of my wizardly powers. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there. Hey, guys, the, uh, the, the, the guys went past the door. We could sneak out now and go to another room. Did anybody take a look at them to see if Enda was with them? No. no, it was uh, just listening I, happening. No, that, yeah. no, I don't think she's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great listening role. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the yeah. tricky thing: you don't know what you didn't hear, right? That's I the think thing. I think I did good job. Yeah, I, I, I did good I mean, job. I feel, I feel like if you do a more well. perception role to a certain Hole extent, you're head. not aware, right? I have two little holes in my head. Very yeah. good for listening. Yes. Are those eyes or ears? Those... <laughs> you you have assortment of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's not go down that path. All right. Have I noticed? Have I noticed the glittery eyes on the uh, step, scepter yet? Melek, do you think anyone else has noted the glittery eyes on the scepter yet? Um, I'm staring at it real close and like kind of walking around the pillar, trying to see. Uh, give you know what? I'll, give me a perception check. Look. Yeah, Erica. I was just gonna say I'll have a look at that pillar too, what just to of, see. What yeah. am I rolling? I asked Erica to do a perception oh, check. 18. Erica, you have noticed the glittery eyes. Oh, Ooh. boy. I walk over. I'm, not, I'm, I'm still not keeping an eye on her. <laughs> I'm not yeah. touching anything. I'm just looking at it as much as I can. It is, you know, short. it is a good 11 feet above your head. Or not yep. above your head, but above the floor. Um, so, you know. Yeah, but I could yeah. like literally just like <laughs> climb up Melek's shoulder. You could. Like, Plus, I think, uh, remember the last time you saw glittery eyes like that, the pointy kitty jumped out and, yeah. and tried to eat you. Oh, no. Oh, like those pointy kitties. That doesn't look like a pointy kitty. Mm. There is also a, uh, a helmet, a crossbow, and a sword on the other columns. Mm. I will say, I don't know. They seem less interesting. I, I, I have just gotten I like a 29 to... perception check on that pillar. Damn. On the, uh, the pillar that the scepter is on? Yes. Uh, it does not appear to be special in any way, though there is an <laughs> other than the aforementioned scepter floating above it. Uh, Sarah, want... did you want to do something? Yeah, I wanted to investigate the pillar with the helmet. Okay. Did you roll something? No, but I'm about to. Do it. Uh, eight, a natural one. There does not <laughs> does not appear to be anything magic or special about the pillar. Great. You think it might be dwarven craftsmanship. 
I'm going to climb up there and check it out because I'm hungover and I don't make good decisions. Oh, no. It strikes me that it's highly suspicious that these things are out in the open and nobody has taken them already. Uh, I'm sorry, what Rizwin, everyone else was thinking, too, though. Rizwin, which walk. column did you take? Are you climbing? Uh, the the, the one with the, the helmet on it. All right. Let me just remind myself visually where is that on the map? The helmet, I think, is the leftmost one. The far left, I think, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rizwin, give me... Here's, here's the downside. Uh... Give me an athletics check for you to climb this ten foot pillar, but I'm gonna say the uh, the same hangover that makes you excited to do this makes this a little bit hard for you to do this. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, that's totally fair. All right. Um, so, like, maybe take like a minus three penalty to your athletics check. Great. Okay. Uh, I got a twelve. All right. Uh, Rizwin is clambering up a pillar. Everybody. <laughs> Uh, if if boss is climbing a pillar, can I climb a pillar? I start climbing oh, no. a pillar. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, give me, give me an athletics That's check, uh, Flessa. I mean, Olester and Amelic are right there, so they could easily just. I had down. a more subtle and arcane way of taking these things <laughs> with the a magic hand. Yes. I I also only mm. get a twelve. I'm starting to rethink this whole splitting the party thing. <laughs> <laughs> 12, 12, 12 is enough uh, to. I'm climb. backing away from the pillars at this point. Uh, Twelve I is enough to climb the pillar, Flessa. So. Okay. Does that I'm, mean I'm, not, I'm still forward? not? I'm still not going to touch it. I'm just like at the top, looking at it closer. Does it look any different from up here? Nope. It looks like a very shiny uh, scepter with dragon heads oh. on it. Uh, <gasps> the uh, Rizwin on the top of your pillar, floating there, kind of rotating in space, is a uh, closed face helmet. Uh, you know, mm. it looks just like a. Kind of a, a mundane helmet made out of metal with a, you know, a metal face mask. You said um, dwarven make, though, yeah? Oh, uh, that was the column. The column looked like it was made by a dwarf uh, because it's, it's stone. Of dwarf. No. <laughs> okay. Can I, like, I don't know, roll a history check or something to, like, see, like, what era this thing sure. was made so I can figure out how old this stuff is? is? Ionic, yeah. Corinthian. Yeah. Doric. Yeah. I got an 11. Woo. Three dot. Uh, you suspect, uh, even the, you know, you're, but you're, uh, I'll give you a bonus cause it's dwarven. Uh, these yeah. columns uh, are very old and you think that they were probably part of the original construction of Undermountain, uh, which was constructed by the mad mage Halister Blackcloak. Um, hmm. so yeah, original construction, the, uh, the helmet, uh, you know, it does not look like it has really any historical value. So hmm. okay. it does, it does not belong in a museum. Uh, I'm just sort of perched near the top. I know I get yelled at when I touch things, so I'm not I'm not reaching out to take it. Yes, you are but very look, close to it, though. I would say like it's a foot away from your face, right? I look I look down at Melek and just, do you want me to g get it for you? And it's no. like slowly rotating in space, just like inches away no. from your eyes. I think the <laughs> safest and most sensible thing to do is as soon as we all leave, I'll turn around and use mystical powers to grab it without touching it while none of us are in the room. Mm. I like that. I think that's a great idea, Melek. There's, there's some idea. logic to that. I'm happy to be a part of it. Rizman, I'll be you first hear that? out the door. I, I don't actually hear that. I think... <laughs> You're a noble paladin leader, Peter. I think I'm Rizman, actually... if you grab that it's thing, it's liable to make a very loud noise, and it's going to hurt your head very badly. Mm. Yeah. All right, I do a backflip off the and pillar yet. and <laughs> land on the ground. I don't know. I have a headache. This thing looks cold. Uh, I'm just gonna grab it and put it on my oh, head no. to see if oh, I can. No. I, can <laughs> I have already like backflipped off my pillar. Holy Bahamut! Oh, All right, man. as you touch it, Rizwin, with yeah. your hand, which which fingers do you use to touch it? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm a lefty. Probably right. like at least these ones. All right. Uh, the helmet kind of shakes and seems to glow. And then basically out of it grows a helmed horror. Um, Great. Oh, a ding dong. And ding yes, dong. A, a, as you as you people call them, uh, a ding dong. <laughs> and uh, look, you didn't, you didn't need to put helmed horrors in this adventure, Tony. <laughs> you are our ding dong salesman. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, we just fight them. You like... bring them. We fight them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, a similar helmed horror appears uh, grasping the crossbow and grasping the greatsword on all the other pillars. Also, uh, the floor is suddenly very hostile to all of you. Um, I'm not on the floor. Hostile being... Shoot, I'm back on the floor. <laughs> yes. Being What well, does hostile mean? Well, we'll find out in terms of damage. <laughs> what about the, uh, yeah, the yeah. scepter? Uh, nothing happens to the scepter. Mm. Ooh. I'm climbing that pillar again, I guess. <laughs> uh, so why don't you all roll uh, some initiative? Plus two. Uh, yeah, we get one. plus two. Plus two, please. Close to acrid. This is not making my day. If only someone hadn't done hmm. that. Technically, you made this happen. <laughs> I just wanted something for my headache. So, uh, the aforementioned ding dogs, sorry, helmed horrors <laughs> appear on each of the column. Basically, as you remember, a helmed horror is a magical construct that looks kind of like an animated suit of armor. They, you have frequently seen them in the past clutching either. Uh, crossbows or greatswords, and always wearing helmets, so they kind of just grew out of Helmet. the objects le- sitting on the se- on the uh, pedestals. Uh, so they are standing on the pedestal. So some of you are in a very crowded space now uh, with the pedestal. And yep. uh, as this happens, the floor uh, crackles uh, with energy. Um, yeah, I jump and hover. I guess Rizwin's not actually on the floor right now. Nope. So. I'm nope. just very surprised. Yeah. All right. Do I have everybody there? So let me put you in uh, order. So, uh, Melek, it looks like you're top of the order. Uh, Ac- oh, Akrid, Alestrin, and Peter, you got a three-way tie. Uh, I think whoever has the highest uh, dexterity modifier gets to go first. Or since you're all allies, you could negotiate for who's going to go first. Um, but let's start with Melek. Melek! First off, uh, you start and you feel searing pain as radiant energy courses across the floor. Uh, you take five radiant damage. Oh, no. And you see three ding-dongs materialize on the uh, towers. I don't remember how you actually feel about ding-dongs in terms of uh, are they... I mean, they were intended to be like a menacing evil presence here in Undermountain that I feel like you all have managed to overcome mentally. They're kind of annoying... <laughs> You can make them walk into yeah. holes. You yeah. all right? So you made Sometimes one you squadron of twelve ding dongs walk into a hole. You think that's you're a all, lot of ding dongs? It was title. Uh, that is a lot <laughs> of ding dongs. So I would um, like to start Malik. by using. I would like to start by using my move. I have a mm-hmm. speed of six to climb this pillar in front of me. Yes, I will also. I should mention because it's going to come up. Uh, the uh when this happened the the there's kind of a magical field of energy that uh crackles across the floor it also seems to crackle across the doorway sure oh yeah Great. But not the not the pillars no not the pillars so melik you said you were going to try and climb the pillar yeah give me an athletics check 
Oh, well, I'm great at that. No problem there. I'll just roll this d20 and add a big one to it, and I have 12. All right, that's enough. You're up on the pillar. Great. I, I know things like... don't quite line up on the map, so you'll you'll do some keeping track of where you are yourself. Yes. I mean, I guess that, so, yeah, that square works, are, right? Are these dongs, these dongs, these ding-dongs standing astride <laughs> the pillars dongs, at this point? Dongs, yes. ding. <laughs> <laughs> In their yearbook. Their entry. Mm. Uh, yes, they are. They are standing safely, right. not on the electric floor. So we must knock them off of there so we have somewhere to stand. Uh, it seems like that'd be a good idea. Uh, Melek, do you want it? You've used your move action again. Yes, I have other things to do. I yeah, I, I don't. Steve just cut in there, so okay. as he does. <laughs> I do I not. I will use my standard action to cast Blissful Ignorance and Encounter Power. Targeted Did you learn over that here. from Flessa? <laughs> <laughs> and this is a burst two, so it'll hit both of these guys over on the left. Mm hmm. There is no roll to hit. Each target is slowed and can't take opportunity actions or immediate actions until the end of my next turn. Okay. Also, I would like to point out that because of my natural imperious majesty, which you all have naturally noted, uh, creatures Uh you've attacked and hit that have not yet acted an encounter take a charisma modifier for penalty to hit me until my next turn. So that's a, uh, oh, that's five. So they, both those guys have minus five if they want to do anything to me. And they're to slowed you. and can't take opportunity or immediate actions. Okay. Wow. And for my minor, I would like to summon Mage Hand and grab this uh, scepter. All right, you grab the scepter. Uh, it is a Blast Scepter. I will send you a screenshot of what it does. It's a level <laughs> seven an, Blast Scepter. Is there an obvious front end to it? Oh, yeah. Or is, okay. Because you said there were dragon heads on both ends. I was um, picturing. Ha yeah. Oh, no. So I will tell you. Make sure uh, you look through the scope. Uh, here's, a, yeah, here's a question, uh, Melek. Can you use a rod or wand, or are you limited to orbs? I'm, I can use them. I just have expertise with orbs. I okay. Expect. I'm going to send you what this does. Um, I'm not using it in this encounter. I'm just grabbing it. Okay. Holding it in my mage hand. And that is the end of my turn. All right. Who is next? Acrid, Alestrin, or Peter? Who wants to go first? Slash, who Rock, has higher dexterity? My dex modifier uh, is two. Yeah, I'm pretty fast, so it's probably me if we go that route. Uh, I don't mind if somebody has something they want to do before My anybody else. My dexterity is 11. What was that? Oh, I'm 11. 11 so, dex, mine's a 10. Not... So Alestrin well, first. 19, so... All right, Alester, you go first. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to... Uh, you start this... by taking five damage from the floor. I do? Yeah. Every that time doesn't you... sound like me. When you start your turn on the floor, you take five damage. I think that sounds just like you. Yeah. Mm. You're always on the floor. Because this is why you hate rooms so much, right? Yeah. I told you guys we shouldn't have gone in a room. <laughs> never, it never works out we were leaving well a room. Us. We were leaving the room also. That's true. <laughs> So confusing. All right, so this guy that's closest to me on the pillar, a couple of squares to the north, mm-hmm. this uh, closest ding dong is now my quarry. Yep. And Whoa. I'm going to uh, fire a couple of arrows into him with my two fanged strike. Sounds like you. So I want to dispatch him as quickly as humanly possible or elvenly possible, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. So that first arrow. Is a fourteen versus AC? Uh, let me remind myself. I don't think ding dongs are that threatening, but their AC is significantly higher than fourteen. Hmm. If They're only you higher. had several garbage things you can do to reroll stuff. 
Yeah, you know what? Um, that irritates me a bit, so I'm going to use my elven accuracy and retake yeah. that shot. Yep. Ooh. With a plus two bonus. <laughs> that's not much better. Um, oh, actually, that is better. That's 20 versus AC. That's a lot better. Yes, the second arrow flies true and hits the ding-dong right in his glowing face. Okay, that will do... That will do 10 damage. All right. Here come the second arrow. Oh, that is a uh, 27 versus AC. That'll definitely yeah, hit. Which I believe will also hit. <laughs> that will only do 11 damage. I'm sorry, 8 damage. Okay. <clears throat> uh, and then I will also do some additional damage because both hit. That's another 3 damage. Okay, I will tell you, um, you have bloodied that Helm Tor. Oh, he's just bloodied? Mm -hmm. All right, then. Um, do I have any concept? Does like, the entire floor look evenly crackling with yes. this arcane energy? Yes. Is there anything to grab onto on the walls where I could climb um, up a little bit? I would say no. I mean, you They're could... rough-hewn? I can't just, like, you know... <laughs> They are small, natural um, relatives of the wood woodchuck. Um, no, they, um, uh, oh, you know what? I didn't take my quarry damage on that shot either. Oh, need to remember that. So you I remember to, to mark, mark him for a chain. <laughs> oh my God, Steve Lutz! How long have you been playing Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, about a million years. Two, two more damage. Yep. All right, uh, Steve. I would say it would be very hard to just kind of affix yourself to the wall. Probably. I'm in the corner. Can't I just kind of like squeeze myself in and try and you know what <laughs> wedge myself up? Are you, you a ninja wall? or a Japanese ghost? Uh, both, actually. <laughs> I, that's part of my class. Um, you know what, Steve? Give ghost me uh, give me an athletics check and an acrobatics check. Both? Ooh. Yes, because this is this is made up nonsense. <laughs> All right. Well, for acrobatics, I got 13. That's probably already not good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about the <laughs> athletics. And the athletics is a 22. Um, okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, so uh, you all see Alestrin nimbly, like, just like he jumps from corner to corner to corner to corner, climbing the wall, wall jumping, wall jumping, wall Parkour! jumping. And then, and then he, hits the, he gets to the top, and he, like, stresses out like Spider-Man to try and hold himself in space. And he slowly slides down back to the park. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, it. is that fair, Steve? Um, no. <laughs> well, that's what's happening. <laughs> so, Life isn't fair, Tony. Life ain't fair. Um, you know what? I will tell you, you will take two less damage from the floor. Oh, joy. Because I belittled you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you belittle me too, please? We'll find out. Uh, Steve, can I move on? Yeah, I think so. Acrid. Okay, so how how tall are these guys? Uh, the helm tours, I'd say they're about six foot tall, but they're standing on top of ten foot tall pillars. Also, you started your turn on the floor. You take five damage. If it matters, the damage is radiant damage. Are you more susceptible to that, Malik? Due to your radiancy. Uh, say here, I am resistant to fire, but I don't think I have. Yeah, any, see, that's uh... super racist. He's a demon. He's not undead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how radiant damage works. He's not like a vampire. 
Sorry. We George, don't know that. Well, we he's just learned I'm a Japanese cool. ghost. Maybe and he's I'm got some a, vampire in him. And I like, I'm not a werewolf because you guys made me leave that other room. Yeah, I was real interested to see kind. what was going to happen with that. It was, it was close. That yeah. was close. You all could have been werewolves. <laughs> so, we all so, could have been werewolves. I would have been the cutest little werewolf. You would have been adorable it's true. and it's true. dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to hide her every time before it's a full moon. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to uh, go up to him. I'm going to grab him by the leg mm-hmm. and shoot out dragon breath as I try to yank him off of the pillar. All right. So what do I need for the... the do you want me to hit the dragon breath first? Or, yeah, do the uh, dragon breath first. Okay, let's make it easy. Uh... Can somebody who might have a player's handbook in electronic or non-electronic form yep. look up what uh, I think grapple um, is? Would it be acro- athletics? It's probably going to be athletics, but roll the dragon breath first, and we'll then we'll. Okay, so that one is five, six, seven, seven damage. All right. Uh, well, you have to roll to hit him, right? Uh, it's an area of effect. Uh, still got to roll to hit him. It's a, it probably says plus something versus reflex. Yes, it does. It, do you mean grab? Yeah, let's just, yeah. Eight, check out nine, grab. Eight plus eight, 16. 16 versus? Reflex. Let me find the Helm's Horror's reflex. I bet it's lower than 16. It is significantly lower than 16. So first, Yay. you brave fire on the Helm's Horror. Softening um, acid. Up. Acid. Acid, sorry. Acid fire or just... Uh, sorry, Acid Fire is my hacker name. Acid. Um, <laughs> so, um, Jason, did you find out about Grab for us? Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a standard action. Um, you can uh, attempt to grab a creature that's smaller, the same size, or one category larger within your melee reach. Yep. Uh, make a strength attack versus reflex. No weapon modifiers. That's how you grab somebody. I will tell you, Helm Taurus have very low reflex. <laughs> so you get to roll so, a d20, Georgia. Um, plus with my your strength sh- bonus? With your strength modifier, which is probably significant. It's probably... My strength is 19. My check is 6. I think it's a plus 4. So does that mean the plus 4 or the 6? I believe the plus 4. Okay. Oh, it was going to be a 19, and it's a 6. 6 oh. plus 4, 10. Uh, te- you know what? You almost made it. The uh, the <sighs> helm horror kind of dances out of the way of your grasp and maintains its its footing on the uh. Me- now, Melik, you had done something awful to these helm horrors, correct? Yes, they're slowed and they're cannot s- take opportunity attacks or immediate actions. Okay, but so they does are that still, mean they're they- slower to get away? Uh, I think they still do okay. Um, I think that just moves their movement to one yeah, or something. Yeah. So, but I will tell you, if you had rolled only a little bit higher, you would have knocked that guy <laughs> off the pillow. No, it so rolled it be... and then rolled over. Yeah. Right. So according to the player's handbook, you have to grab with a standard action, and then to move a grab target is a separate standard action. That's a strength okay. attack. So it takes a while to pull yeah. that home. I've got off. plans for this guy. All right. Although yeah. I argue anything... that toppling something off of a column might be doable. Yeah, I I lean in case Flessa wants to climb to soar. <laughs> just like just that you have like a you hit like a pose where you're slightly staircase like. <laughs> I'm just ready, just in yeah. case. You know me. So All right, uh, Pe- slowed means they have a movement of two. Yes, Peter. So you take five five radiant damage. Five, five radiant damage. Right, that's my favorite kind of damage because that's the damage that I do. 
Um, I am going to defer my turn because my um, my uh, ranged attacks are crappy, and I'm hoping that one of these Helmed Horrors is going to jump off of Pillar. Um, okay. Um, should I do that, Actually, or should I just ready an attack? Uh, eh. Does it matter? Readying an attack might be a work in force. delay. You could always decide to do something later. Readying an action if the trigger doesn't happen, and you just lose a turn. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna delay then until after the helmed horrors do something. Um, I, okay. I want to go at the end. I'm moving you down the order. Thanks. So, Rizwin, you are next. Rizwin, you are not on the floor. You are on a very crowded <laughs> pillar top um, with a helmed mm-hmm. horror. Um, you know that because Melek has cast a spell on that helmed horror, it can't take opportunity attacks. So if you ran away from it, it couldn't do anything bad to you. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what you want to do up here on this pillar with a glowing armored construct that is forged from magic and the dark heart of Halister Blackcloak himself or... He did face to face with a himself, dog. like by hand, everything in Undermountain. Uh, he's not good at delegation. Yeah, he's probably he probably lived a long time. Also, well, he is known as the Mad Mage. I think you know he was not like the grumpy project manager. He was the you know. I'd be mad too if nobody helped me build yeah. the this entire place, Undermountain. This place is basically the house on the rock. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it just got so much creepier. <laughs> well, when... I'm very upset about the fact that this guy is on my pillar and also not technically thing all of I this is use... your fault. So. It is all my fault. Oh, but Rizwin I don't... may or may not know, know that. that she just saw she just saw them appear like they were going to steal her helm. Yeah, right. Like I How's just that wanted head something. Rizwin, by the way, it hurts. Okay, just checking in. Um, and he yeah, has her a... helmet. Do I, do I get a plus to smashing this apple with uh, a Linder's hammer? Because I am not happy. Now we have to that happy. out. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, note the time code. <laughs> now I'll just get there. Yeah, ding dongs. I will give you a plus one uh, upset bonus. Okay, great. I am very grumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, grumpy dwarf. You know what? Yeah, no. Yeah. So Linder's hammer, I'm just going to smite you. Dog bites man. Um, 1d20 plus 11, 18. Uh, do I hit? 18 is the armor class of a Helmtor slash Ding Dong. Great. Ding I Dong. Roll damage. You ring its bell. Ooh. Uh, Armored Ding Dong. Uh, I do 16 damage. All right. And that do I knock a... him? I'm trying to knock him off the pillar. Um, You know what? I will say because you're on the pillar with this creature and it's crowded, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Why don't you do? Um... They they both fly off in opposite yeah. direction. Um, it's Newton's law. Well, in opposite action. I'm gonna physics. roll a d20 to see if he can hold his steady himself on the tower. Newton okay. was wrong about literally everything in this universe. The helm tower gets a 13. The helm tower manages to stay on the uh, um, on the pedestal just barely. Mm. So do I? Have, do I have to roll anything? Uh, no, I will say if a helm tower attacked you, you might have to do a roll to stay on the the, the uh, pillar. Uh, it is certainly very precarious. There's really not space for two people to have a fight on top of this pillar. But here what we are. What is the diameter of these pillars? Uh, I mean, you know, they're they're like a square, right? So it's crowded. Like five five feet? feet? Yeah. That's that's a nice. pretty big pillar. Yeah. Mm. Rizwin, would you like to do anything else? Technically, you have not used your move action, but this the floor here does not hurt you. The, the, the pillar does not hurt you, whereas the floor below crackles with uh, radiant electricity. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not, not super... Uh... I'm not digging any of this. I don't really want to go anywhere. This is my pillar. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm just grumpy gonna, and territorial. I'm grumpy and territorial. I have a 
headache. It hurts. <laughs> um, so I've done my standard action. Do I have a minor action that I want to do? Um, I'm going to cast, you know, Favor of the Gods, actually. What um, does that do? It's an encounter power. It's a minor action. Uh and when luck runs against me, I can beseech the gods for aid to turn chance in my favor. Yeah, it was totally luck that was running against you. <laughs> yes, yeah, totally luck, not the hangover. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to cast this on myself because I'm only thinking of myself right now. Um, and yeah, mm, so okay. next, ti- next time I miss, I'll be able to reroll. Tony? Yeah? I, can, I, um, can I do my turn now? Uh, yes, you could. Okay, I, I've decided rather than wait, I'm going to do my turn now. And what I'm going to oh. do is I'm going to I'm going to use my minor to um, uh, make a divine challenge, mm-hmm. which is burst five. So I'm going to challenge the guy on the pillar above Acrid mm-hmm. um, that she tried to grab. Um, they are going to take damage if they don't attack me with their turn. Okay. And I'm going to ready an action which is to move and attack the nearest ding-dong to me if they come on the floor. Okay. Um, Vlasa? All right. Um, so as my move, I would like to climb Acrid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a human pyramid almost. Yeah. Except yep. again, no Adventures human. Adventurous pyramid. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically standing right next to the, uh, right the ding-dong, so I can now reach it. Yeah, um, I'm just going to, we'll say the ding-dong's in that space. How's that? Uh, sure sure okay perfect um all right so then i'm going to use my minor action to do a low slash uh, against and i believe you have combat advantage on the ding dongs oh god every time i say that i'm like why why um i believe you have combat advantage because they haven't gone yet i believe so i think it's been a while since i've uh since i've done this yeah so all right so i'm not rolling terribly well so um, that is 18 versus reflex. Uh, yeah, that's, they are, they are tough and armored, but slow and clanky. So yes, you okay. have no trouble finding a gap in its magical armor and All right, plunging so your I'm dagger to... into the, the magic swirling within the construct that is the ding dong. All right. Um, so I do seven points of damage and also I slide the target one square. Hey! Also, <laughs> I, believe, I believe you get to do sneak attack damage, right? She's the oh, king of right. the mountain. Right. God, what is my sneak attack in this game? It's been so long. I'm guessing 2d8, but guessing. I think you might be right. Sneak Second attack. page of your character sheet. No, it's 2d6. It is 2d6 oh, okay. in this one. Seven more points of damage. That ding dong is bloodied. And is slid off the uh, the thing and lands. Yeah, I'm gonna slide. Yeah, to the right. Yep, that's exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm gonna roll in the fall. Hey, guess what? I'm gonna roll a d10. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm not done the yet. The ding dong lands on its neck um, <laughs> <laughs> because that ding dong just took ten damage from the fall. Uh, Peter, you'll get to go in a second. Let me make sure we kind of zero out Fless's turn before All right. we go. Yeah, that yes. was just my minor action. I have not <laughs> actually. <laughs> Taking a standard yes. oh, action. Oh, I'll wait. Yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll wait. It's getting good. Peter um, waits till Plus' I... turn is over before his his move. Yeah. Um, they may so all be dead. Far enough away from me now that I can make a ranged attack without having to worry about it um, getting me, correct? The one on so, the ground? 
Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not going to take an... Oh, actually, it can't take opportunity ha- attacks anyway. No, thanks can't for, thanks because of Mela. Yeah. All right. So then I'm, I'm actually going to... Uh, now that there's one on the ground for Peter, I'm going to sly flourish at the one that Alestrin has marked over on the side. Okay. And... Spread it around. Yep. Let's see. That is 28 versus AC. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, did I forget to mention that this ding dong is secretly a dragon and has AC 30? Um, <laughs> oh, no, my God. Does. All right. So that is 12 points of damage. All I only get sneak right. attack damage once per correct. turn, correct? Okay. Until you have things that say you can get it more, but you don't have those mm-hmm. yet. All right. Huge turn for your rogue. Uh, much damage has been dished out. I turn a little pirouette on the top of the pillar. Yes. Uh, Peter, did you want to be you? Your yeah, your I, I had my ready action, so mm-hmm. I should uh, do that now. I move. So you're charging that ding dong on the floor. Uh, yeah. All right. And we're gonna do a valorous smite. Mm-hmm. See how he likes it. And that is twenty five versus AC. Uh, that's a hit. All right. Uh, and that's gonna do um sixteen damage. You Ooh. smite that ding dong, and it is no more. Yeah. Ha! Teamwork. And uh, every uh ding dong within three squares of me, so just the one on the left, mm-hmm. um, is now uh subject to my divine sanction uh too. So it has to okay. attack me or take some uh, pretty, pretty radiant damage. Okay. Well, that was a big turn for Flessa, who dealt out a lot of damage, and Peter Dragonforge was able to dispatch the first of the three terrifying helmed horrors, but two menacing Thank horrors God. stand atop the pillars, ready to rain down destruction upon Dragonforge and associates for dealing with this room that they totally didn't need to go into and disturb. Will they be killed by these guys? Will any of the stuff in here be totally worth the trouble they have created for themselves? Find out next time on Total Party Kill. Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs>